0: welcome to the strong john fitness podcast this show is dedicated to helping you achieve your best body without the bs we'll cover training nutrition basically everything you need for a successful fitness journey and we'll have some fun along the way i'm your host john let's get into it What's going on? Welcome back to the podcast, man. So if you're like me and you live in Ontario, we are stuck at home again, or it seems like continuously stuck at home and now schools are closed as well. So parents, if you're listening to this, I know how you feel. Uh, last year's virtual schooling with Nico was very, very stressful, um, balancing fitness and business and parenthood and not kind of going a little crazy. Um, in today's podcast, that's exactly what I want to talk about. I want to talk about how to balance or find some sort of balance between your fitness, your business or career, um, parenthood, being a good parent, being present with your kids and just trying to trying to have it all, I guess, in a sense, um, and trying not to feel like you're overwhelmed every single day, because trust me, I know it can feel like groundhog day. It can feel like a never ending struggle between working super long hours or working extra and maybe missing workouts, maybe not eating the best because you're stressed and just shit tends to pile on. I think when this stuff kind of happens and if you're like me, we've been in lockdown for almost a year straight. Like it's been, it's been quite a while now. Um, we were lucky enough to get out of toronto recently so we went we moved north of toronto where the restrictions were not as severe for a while but now all of ontario is is in lockdown so that was really nowhere for us to go so we're going to focus on what we can control because that's honestly the theme for a lot of things is is focusing on the things that you yourself have control over instead of always stressing about what's going on around you Right? I'm not saying you have to kind of turn a blind eye to things, but I feel like we get too wrapped up in what the news says, what social media says, what other people are saying, and we lose focus on what really matters in our lives. And that is our health, our fitness, our family, and just our, our mental health, really. So today's podcast, I'm just going to give you some tips that has worked for me and worked for my clients throughout lockdowns and working from home, balancing family life, home life, working out, nutrition, all that stuff. Um, so I'm going to rapid fire off some tips. And hopefully you find some of these helpful. Um, I'd love a shout out. i love a, uh, you know, shoot me a DM if you found any of these helpful. If I missed anything on today's podcast, definitely let me know. I'm always open to to new tips and advice on, on how to do this kind of stuff because I'm not perfect. I let my business work kind of creep into family life and family life creeps into fitness, which is fine. And and fitness creeps into that. And just sometimes the day's a big blender. Um, But it's the goal to not make it be so, right? So the number one tip I'm going to start with when it comes to balancing fitness, parenting, work, all the stuff is trying to have some sort of a time blocked schedule. But understanding that the schedule and plans can change like you have to have flexibility. Um, so what I mean by time blocking is when you're planning a your week ahead, which we should all be doing as parents, I think if you're not planning ahead, you're, you're making life harder than it has to be right. Again, kids may be demanding, they may be irrational beings, but we are still in charge of them. We still dictate what happens in the household, the meals, the activities, We dictate as parents, we are in charge. So it's your responsibility to plan the meals for the kids and yourself, the activities for the kids and yourself and whatever else you have going on in life, right? Your kids do not dictate this stuff. So when I say time block, if you're working from home and you're not, it's not like external factors like meetings and stuff and you have your own, just, you can work to yourself. You got to schedule some time blocks, right? You can't just, have your computer or laptop open next to you all day long and then intermittently doing work all day long. It's it's going to drive you nuts. I have clients who, who are stuck in meetings from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. And the, there's nothing you can kind of do about that. But if you're not stuck in meetings and you're just trying to do work just to do work, I strongly suggest putting your work away at a certain time every single day. Give yourself that cutoff. You deserve it, right? Now, I can't speak for anyone else. I don't know what your job entails, but... I'm inclined to think that you are not at your boss's beck and call 24-7 and nor should you be, right? You deserve a break. You're not at the office. You're at home. So I think it's extremely important to block off times where you are not working. You are not opening up your laptop. You're not checking emails. You are done for the day. You decide what time that is. It's going to be entirely up to you, but I think it's extremely important because that will factor into everything else that happens throughout every single day, right? If you're working from the minute you get up, you check emails, 7 a.m., 6 a.m., already you're sucked into work mode, but you have to get the kids up, get their breakfast ready. You have a workout to do at some point during the day, but you've already kind of jumped into this work mode, and then you're trying to do all the other things at the same time while you're answering emails or booking calls or whatever it is you're doing. If you already start the day off at 7 a.m., eyes glued to your phone, you're starting your day off on someone else's time. You're being reactive, right? Unless you're, it's necessary for you to be on your email at 7 a.m., unless you're being told that you have to be. I strongly suggest don't start your workday when your workday would normally start. Protect your time. Time is something that you'll never get back. As cheesy as that sounds, you'll never get time back. So protect it while you have it. And parents especially, this goes especially for you. So when it comes to time blocks, you're going to block off the important things in life. Family time, workouts, meal prep, grocery shopping, and work. Whatever else you have going on outside of those things is up to you. But to me, if you are serious about a health and fitness goal and you want to be present with your kids, and you want to excel at work, that's your five priorities right there. Because you want to be active, you want to be healthy, you want to be present and and a good parent, and you want to do a good job at work. Outside of that, I mean, there's, there's no real date nights happening right now. There's no events happening right now for most people listening to this. So it's very simple. If you have the discipline to block these times off for yourself, you will excel at all of them. I can guarantee you that because when you do that, when you time block and you tell yourself, okay, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m., I am working out. That's it, that's all you're doing. You're not checking your email while you're training. You're not checking social media while you're you're not watching a movie, you're not answering emails, you're training. That's your training time, focus. Get that training done, move on. Whatever your 11 a.m. task is or the next one, you've got to prep the kids lunches at 12, whatever it is, be present. When you can, if it's work time, this is work time. I'm not working and then looking at social media. I'm not working and looking at groceries. It's work time, right? The more we can kind of segment our day in our brains, it makes things easier. Multitasking as like applauded as it is as a skill. It's really not a good thing because you're dispersing your energy across multiple outlets and you're never really honed in on one thing. So have you ever heard any of the, any of the top creators, artists, leaders in industry, they don't do 10 things at once. They either do one thing at a time or they delegate nine other things because they can right as parents maybe we can't do that. Um, I mean splitting the load with your with your partner would make things easier but time blocking is is huge. So that's that's my number one tip for you on that one. The second thing I want you to really focus on, is prioritizing meal planning. So like I said earlier, you are in charge of the household. Your kids are not in charge of what's to eat. If kids, if, if Nico was in charge of what he got to eat every day, he would make some solid choices, but he would want old McDonald's chicken nuggets every day. And that's not happening. He would want nachos. He does for nachos. I mean, the kid likes eggs. He likes, um, some vegetables, fruits, but, He can't dictate what the meals are. We have to dictate what the meals are. Same goes for you. So if nutrition has been a hard thing to kind of grasp throughout a lockdown or just in general, planning meals ahead of time is going to be your best bet. And you don't have to cook all the meals ahead of time, although that does help. But when you can sit down and look at the week ahead of time and, and, Even if you want to plan it with your kids, that's fine. You don't have to do it all by yourself, but you make the final decisions. What are breakfasts going to be for the week? What are lunches going to be for the week? What are dinners going to be for the week? And it doesn't have to be the same meal every day. Some people like that, some people don't. And that's fine, to whatever your flavor is. Maybe your kids like to eat the same breakfast every day. But when you can plan ahead, you remove the variable of, I'm starving, nothing's ready, what do I feel like eating? that feel like eating really, really makes fat loss very difficult for a lot of people, especially parents because again, you're working, you're stressed, your kids make you, maybe making you a little stressed. The last thing on your mind is is what do I what do I need to cook right now or it's easy to just order in, right? We, we live in a day and age where we don't have to move a friggin muscle. Just call it in, text it in. So when you can prioritize meal planning, you take the guesswork out of it. It's one less variable for you to worry about when it's a Wednesday night and you have no idea what to eat. So you want to just order in, even though you know the calories are going to be way too high for your current targets and you're trying to lose fat and you're just sweeping it under the rug. You're making the the journey harder than it has to be. So prioritizing meal planning and and hand in hand with that, Honestly, use a calorie guideline instead of a strict meal plan. I think it's it's irrational to try to have a, a meal plan that, that's super restrictive, that you have to eat certain meals at certain times. Because with kids, there's no such thing. Like, we routine as much as we can, but things always happen. Kids get sick. They get stressful. Activities go, astre- like, They go wild or make a mess. Things just happen and stressors add up. So when you use calorie guidelines in conjunction with meal planning, you can have fun and flexible foods, things you enjoy and still work towards your goals. So that way, like if Nico does want to get Old McDonald's for dinner one day, we can go depending on the situation. And it's definitely not a weekly thing. Um, But. I know what I'm getting if we end up going to McDonald's. I'm not getting a Big Mac and fries. I'm getting a grilled chicken wrap with no mayo because I already know that those are that's a high protein option. I've done it before. Low fat option. It's perfect. Works great for my calorie needs. So prioritize meal planning with the calorie guidelines instead of a strict meal plan. That's a one-two punch to make sure your nutrition is on point while you're stuck in lockdown, stressed out with work, and and have the kids with you at the same time big tip number three is going to be daily movement and if possible include your kids in that so I know earlier I talked about training blocks and and I know a lot of mothers that are at home right now whether they're on mat leave or they're just they're not working or they are stay-at-home moms it's not that easy to have a training time by yourself And I understand that I'm the same way here. I've worked from home now for almost a year and a half straight. It feels like anyway, I think it's been a year straight, but, and sometimes Nico wants to come and work out, which is fine. Sometimes I don't want him to, sometimes I need that time to just release some energy, toss some weight around, blast some tunes. And we're, neither of us are wrong in this scenario, but when it comes to being a role model for him, I want him to see, I want him to see like, Oh, daddy's strong. He's exercising during the week. I want to exercise too. I want to be like daddy. Like that's the kind of impact I want to have on my sons for sure. Because I mean, I didn't have that growing up. I played hockey all my life, but my parents weren't the most fit or active. Um, And I want to change that for my kids. So if you're so inclined, if you, if I would let, let your kids join in. I mean, they don't have to try to do the exact same exercises as you, but just being in the same environment, you have such an impact on them. They're sponges, right? And they do as you do more than do as you say. They follow you, right? Whatever you're doing, they're going to try to repeat it up to a certain age. So if daily movement, whether it's workouts, walking, yoga, bike rides, I strongly suggest putting that in the schedule. And if possible, include your kids in these activities. I remember when COVID first hit last year, we were going on walks two, three times a day when the weather was nice. Nico would ride his bike, we'd walk. It was healthy for all of us. the Fresh air plus the walking. It was great. It was great for our health, our mental health. Now that I have the gym at home in the basement here, we've, Laura and I've been able to, to crush workouts consistently. It's been awesome. Nico's joined in on a couple. He's sat back and watched a couple. But just having him around sometimes is, is helpful for him. It's nice to see, oh, and this morning, he's like, oh, Dad, you're working out today? I'm like, yeah, again? I'm like, yeah, buddy, like, we work out so many times a week just to make sure we're, we're healthy, stay fit and active. And that was the end of the conversation. <laughs> so, again, movement daily would be my, my biggest tip. It, it helps everyone, both physically and mentally. Um, and, again, include your kids in, in the lifestyle if you see fit. If you think that they're going to detract from your workout, maybe don't let them in all the workouts, but I think it's important to set a good example and be a role model for our kids for sure. Lastly, and this is kind of like a, like a one, two, like another one, two punch. Be kind to yourself, be patient and stop comparing your progress, your journey to other people's conjunction with that. Get off social media and be present, whether it's work, training, or kids, or your spouse, okay? and The reason I say this is because as a 31-year-old father of two, it is ridiculous for me to compare my current physique to a 21-year-old who has all the time in the world, no kids, not a lot of responsibilities. It's ridiculous. How can I even remotely compare? The same way that moms that I work with, I ask them not to compare themselves to fitness influencers. What's the point? It's not not a fair fight and it, it should never be a fight. You are in this fitness journey for yourself and for your family. Like I said, set a good example, create a healthy lifestyle. You're not in it to look like someone else. Not to get off topic too much, but when I, when I see body goals, yes, I can appreciate where that comes from, but at the same time, you're never going to have that person's body and that's okay. You, they're, they're not you and you're not them, right? You've had kids, especially if you had kids and you're comparing your body to someone who hasn't had kids, stop, stop yourself. Understand what you're doing. And like I said, get off social media, unfollow accounts that make you feel bad about yourself. Unfollow accounts that make you question what you're doing all the time. Whether as a parent or in fitness or whatever it is. I think we could all use a little less social media. And this comes from someone who uses social media for marketing daily. Instagram, Facebook. I'm on there. But I'm not on there scrolling all day long. That's the difference. So be kind to yourself. Be patient with the journey. Because again, you have a lot more variables involved. In your fitness journey than most people a child or multiple children is a major variable and can definitely change things and don't compare yourself to others regardless if kids are not you shouldn't be comparing your journey to others you're in this for yourself so that's my last tip be present as much as possible get off social media stop watching so much news right it, it does nobody any good when we're just sitting there scrolling Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Snapchat, whatever people are using these days, it, it does you no good to sit there and scroll. If you want to find some piece of information, go and find it and then close your phone. But like I said earlier, try to time block. And that includes social media time. You can give yourself social media time if you want 20, 30 minutes a day or a couple times a day, but you shouldn't be training and scrolling, working and scrolling, feeding the kids and scrolling. Watching TV with the kids and scrolling, that's that's you're not giving your attention where it's needed. That's it. That's the podcast for today. I don't want to completely talk your ear off, but those are my tips on how to make the most out of a lockdown while balancing your fitness, your work life, and your home life without kind of blending it all together all the time and feeling super overwhelmed every single day. Things will get better. You just got to continue to show up and put in the work for yourself and for your family and prioritize what matters is that at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. This has been another episode of the strong John fitness podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, I love a review on Apple podcast. It'd be amazing. I appreciate any kind of review. And if you enjoy the podcast and you follow me on Instagram at strong John fitness, I love it. If you share this to your story, share this with friends. I know a ton of parents that would benefit from this podcast. So if you are a parent, you know, other stressed out parents, send them this podcast. I'm happy to help, right? This is what I'm doing. This podcast is just to help people out. So send it away. If you want to apply for coaching, if you want to inquire about anything, the links will be in the description. Other than that, we'll catch you in the next episode. Thanks for listening.